All right, so here's the crazy thing. At the end of the day, what I believe for million dollar ideas regarding journaling is that you have to actually make room for a million dollar idea to come. And what I think goes on is there's like three stages in a person's life and procrastination is the stage where we just don't do what we know we should do. Everybody has little bits of that. Um, more people, Some people are more prone to it than others, but raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about with procrastination. You know exactly what you should do and you just don't do it. It just doesn't get done, period. Okay, so that's like phase one. That's like, that's probably in a survivalistic, if this is you, and here's the crazy thing, if you don't believe, this, let me, let me mind bomb your thoughts about money right now. If I'm describing you right now saying you have ideas and, you know, you just don't do them. You almost feel like you can't do them. You feel like you're waiting on inspiration or you're waiting on a, another piece of knowledge or you're waiting for something. Um, I can almost promise you that your bank account as a result of this, you're in a survival kind of situation. You're probably in an almost kind of hoarding thing over your money where you're really tight with it. You're really, you grip it, you grip it tight. You think about lack, you think about less, you're worried. That's the, that's the results of a procrastination life. And it's horrible. Emotionally, it's numbing. It's, oh my gosh, it's just, I've been there, so I can, it's like a Alcoholics Anonymous. I can detect a procrastinator because I was one for so dang long. And it's something I actively get myself out of only through inspiration. But anyway, um, this is probably a survival mode. But here's what's crazy. When you go from procrastination to productivity, this is when you actually start doing everything you know you should do. Now, the moment you hit into productivity and you start doing the things you know you should do, six figures in this industry, and I don't care if you're listening to me, you're probably some kind of online marketing, you probably have an affiliate offer, an MLM company, your own info business, something, six figures online with the viral coefficient nature of what we do and, and how things spread and how cheap it, you know, how cheap our products are to create monetarily, getting to six figures is almost natural for somebody who's just plain old productive. This doesn't even mean smart. This doesn't even mean like gifted. This doesn't mean anything. This just means, you know what? You're um, just doing the things you should do. You buy, a, you buy a stupid Facebook training on how to do an ad. You know you should watch it. You watch it. You know you should place an ad. You place an ad. All of a sudden leads start showing up and then they buy your crap and then you're six figures. Raise your head if you're feeling me on this. And you know what I would love to, uh, I would I would actually love to hear from um, somebody who knows that, that that's the case. Like you don't need to be extremely, I'm trying to, I want to bond with you guys a little better. So I'm bringing my face into this thing a little bit. But it's so easy to go to six figures. If anybody's out there, okay, so I'm lowering, I've lowered all the hands. If you earn six figures and you kind of agree with what I'm saying here, that just doing the things you know you should do, you buy the training, you do the training, you place the ad, you collect the lead, you host the webinar, you ask for the sale, you get the sale. If it's almost like this is not hard, if you know what I'm saying, just simple productivity, not genius level stuff, simple level productivity will get you to six figures. But here's what's crazy. When things go nuts is when you go from productivity 
to prolific. And prolific is, you know, this is a decent example of prolific. I see an idea for my wife about journaling. I create the webinar immediately. I go, I get it viral. I bring every, you know, here we are. Like the idea, I'm a medium for ideas now. But when you're not, when you're just productive, you've got to get way ahead of productivity so you're creating an environment where you can receive literally million dollar thoughts. And million dollar thoughts are hard to get when you're sitting in a state of undone things. Because what happens is your mind, it's like triage almost, your mind in the hospital is trying to deal with undone. The psychic energy and the psychic spend is trying to metabolize these dang undone tasks and it's grading and grading and all the resources of your mind that are supposed to be going out there to get ideas and receive ideas are inwardly eating, grinding away at undone projects. Makes Raise your hand if that makes sense. That is what happens with probably 99% of people. They're living in that where their mind is sitting there churning, trying to just deal with undone projects. And the longer they stay undone, the more mental psychic energy they eat. And pretty soon we, our receivers get shut off. So what I would say is with a journal, what I want to encourage you to do with your journal, and this is just, this is just the challenge. I'm going to go, well, actually I'm going into it more on, on another webinar, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about this. I want you to create a space of maybe 30 minutes and you'll be surprised. And I want you to even walk around your house with your journal, with your journal in your hand. I want you to go into your email. I want you to do everything with your journal in your hand. And literally, I want you to write everything you feel you should have done. Everything. I'm talking everything. On my Be Prolific webinar I'm hosting on Tuesday, I'm going to jog through what everything looks like. But let me give you some nagging ones. Like, do you have your will done? Do you have your will completed? See, I don't. This is good. I'm going to actually go through this activity myself on the Be Prolific deal. Do you have a will completed? Is have you not called your mom back? What is eating up the crap in your head? I'm actually going to walk through, everybody on the Be Prolific webinar, I'm going to walk through the full, how do you purge out everything you have to do? Every to-do list, every single thing. This means when you walk by that closet and that stupid light has been out for three months and you just haven't changed it, you go get the light bulb. You get the night light. You get the blanket, the thing, that, the thing that's been bothering you. It's on the top of your mind all the time. I want you to literally write down everything you feel you should, you should be doing, everything that you should have done, every single thing. I'm not kidding. I want you to sit down, and it won't even take you 30 minutes. Write down this massive to-do list, massive to-do list. It's huge. It's huge, my friends. Make it as big as you possibly can. Put check marks next to it. And then, here's the miracle question that I used to ask myself when I would make my to-do list and it was pretty big. I would say, if someone, if and ask yourself this question, I want you to play this game one day, just one day. 
If someone were to give me one million dollars cash, if by the end of, if before I went to sleep, before I went to sleep, my to-do list was completed. Here's the thing. If you do this one or two days and you take it seriously and you trick your mind saying, you know what, I have this massive to-do list and you chunk out, you chunk out an unreasonably large amount of it, an unreasonably large amount of it, and you say, Tuesday morning when I wake up, I'm going to play this little trick on myself where, I, where I'm going to, if I get everything done, I'm going to pretend that someone gives me a million dollars cash, a million dollars. And if, you, if you're good enough at playing that game with yourself, you will be so astonished at what you get completed. And you also will, will realize that you've been BSing yourself, that you really don't have time, that you really can't do it, that you're not ready to do it, this and that and the other thing. Because here's what's crazy. I started doing this, literally, this was the field. This is how I got so much done. I said, I'm going to just pretend that I'm going to be given a million dollars at the end of the day if I finish everything. And I did that so often, I actually conditioned myself to make a million dollars in a day, and I did it in one damn day. You want to talk about crazy ritual? That's a ritual that's worthy. You magnetize your mind for a million dollars. You do it, and you work with a million dollars in the back of your mind. You do that enough times. It doesn't have to be every day. You can't psychically do it every day. You can do it one or two days a week at best. Because sometimes uh, there were all-nighters. I was pulling all-nighters. I wasn't in bed. I didn't sleep. I worked literally the enti- through the entire night because I had to finish my to-do list for the artificial pretend million-dollar day that I was going to receive if I completed everything. But what happened was millions and then the next million and then the next million and the next million and the next million and, and literally we, we generated a million dollars in a day. Do you see how powerful this stuff is? Raise your hand if you've gotten some value out of this this concept. It's so crazy. It's so powerful. It's it's so revolutionary that I'm going to share a lot more about the journal stuff on the Be, Be Prolific webinar, which I want to invite you to attend. But for a takeaway tonight, the big takeaway, the big takeaway, and then I'm going to go in, uh, we'll be officially done, but I want to talk about the... Uh, the be prolific because in prolific when you get to be prolific then you start receiving killer ideas and why you can receive them and your productivity can shoulder them and they can get disseminated quickly so like with with the futuristic marketing launch it was a prolific idea to have the alliance deals well I had everything done in my life every single thing was done my mind was a blue ocean of ideas and I thought, what, what is the industry, what's going to just cause the industry to go crazy? And I thought, these alliance games, that's going to be pretty radical. And, but in a state of prolific is where you can make just incredible amounts of influence and, and service to other people. But here's what I would say. I would say get really, like I said on this deal, become a knowledge hound. Don't, don't ever for one second, I'll tell you one of the biggest, oh, this is one of the worst ideas in the history of the world. You bought a book. Well, you didn't fully read the book, and you want another book. And you associate guilt with that feeling. 
You associate guilt going, oh man, I just bought that book, that other book. I should read that book and I should be a good steward over myself and I should fully digest that book and then I deserve another book. Well, it's all in your belief about books. You want to know, my, raise your hand if you want to know my belief about books. This is a very powerful belief about books. My belief about books is that they're just little meals and I don't eat the bones of every meal. I don't eat the skin of every meal. I don't eat the bread on all the sandwiches. If I have a book and I look at it and I go, hmm, I want to eat something out of there. I take the book and I have literally read a chapter or two and thrown the book in the garbage because I'm like, this guy's off. This is stupid. Then again, I have other books I go back into over and over and over. I don't know if I've ever read a book straight through from page one to page the end. I don't think I've ever done it. I've dipped around. I've slopped around. I should really do a super reading training on how to speed read and speed scan books and stuff. Because I don't look, I look at books as like, I need a little shot of energy and I'm going to this book for inspiration. Before I would make dials on my leads in the old days, I would burn through Think and Grow Rich. I had Think and Grow Rich. I had uh, Tony Robbins book. I had the four hour work week. And I would just plow through these books over and over and over. I'd just speed through them and then I'd get so revved up and then I'd make my calls. But here's the thing. Books, just buy those dang things. Anything that scratches you, that you have an itch, you should scratch it if it's a knowledge thing. It's one of the best investments ever. And then you take your journal and you keep record of what's motivating you. Why did you buy the book? Why did you buy it? What's, why is it curious to you? Get in touch with that. And then I would spend some time really asking Asking, you know, if you believe in God, asking God to give you a bigger vision for yourself if you're not into that. Just say, you know, as a, as a creature, what am I capable of? And get in touch of what a big vision for your life is. Very big. Write it in your journal. So record knowledge in your journal. Write the visions in your journal. And then I want to encourage you to make a list of every single thing you have not done everything go around the house if the clock you know the grandfather clock doesn't have a battery in it and it's been off time and it's sitting there in the corner of your living room off and it represents just undoneness to you every time you look at it but you've never dealt with it raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about those kind of things where you walk by it and you just don't, oh I sh yeah I should have done that and it's sitting there eating your brain I remember one of the greatest moments of my entire life was walking around my property and saying to myself, every single thing is done. I don't know. There is nothing left to do. Everything is done. Everything. And just I just sat there and I walked around. I said, oh my gosh, everything is done. And here's what's really powerful is, you know, you can have like help. You can hire cleaners, right? So we had three people come in and scrub our house. Our house is pretty dang clean. You can have people cook for you. You can open up so much time freedom that you can become absolutely prolific. You can become wealthy beyond what you ever imagined possible. But when you write every single thing down, then you can recruit people and resources. And again, and prolific, I'm going to invite you to get on the prolific webinar in a minute. But write every single thing down and then you can actually batch out how to get that stuff done so you can accomplish a lot more it's not just all on you in fact some of you just thought when I when I said that some of you felt a weight that all you're gonna do is work 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 everything's on your shoulders and it was a stressful thing when I think of my to-do list now it's pretty much and Demir you're on here he's my tech lord it's pretty much like how do I get all my people all my affiliates 
How do I tap into all the resources that I have, my list, my people, my affiliates, my tech lord, my staff? How do I get everybody absolutely cranking? Who can I hire in to do anything that I shouldn't be doing so I can just stay perfectly in my genius because that's what my vision is calling for? So there's, there's a lot more to this equation, but here's the gist of it. If you, at just a base level, made a to-do list for business-wise and family and said, I'm going to pretend, just try it one day, I'm going to pretend that if I get this list done, I'm, you know, chart out a, an unreasonably big amount of it in a day, someone was giving, would give me a million dollars cash. Raise your hand if you think your productivity would soar that day, possibly to the point where you would make more progress in a day than you've made in the last month. And I'm not kidding you. When you tap into your productivity and you tap into that kind of concept and you start planning that million-dollar gravitational pull in your mind, you're, the level that you'll achieve at will be so startling. And the other thing is you will accomplish so much that you will you will be able to fully engage and you will be able to fully disengage because you have no guilt over stuff that's not done. None. None whatsoever. All right. Layla's on here. Hey, Layla, will you, will you shout out and tell us about your journal, your journal experience? Layla, blink your hand if you'll do that for us. I know you've been journaling lately and, and you've been pumped. Blink it if you're up for it. If you're not, I'm over it. Okay, here we go. Layla Black, are you out there? What's up? Yeah, I'm here. Can well, you hear me? Ah, Layla, I love you. I know you, you shared with some of your people to be here, and I know you've been journaling a little bit crazy, and you guys have been earning a bunch of money and building brand and love with your teams, and I'm just, I, I love you and Toby so much, it makes me sick. But when I saw that you were going to be on here, I saw you were journaling, I and I just, kind of got the vibe that you were in that zone can you give us a what can I interview you for two minutes right now yeah definitely all right so why did you are you journaling right now is that true yeah yeah okay it was uh it was part of my January to-do list my resolutions I wanted to document it and it's it was it's been a really cool process because I've actually gone back to things that I had wished that I journaled about mm. uh, and because I just started recently uh, it's just been so incredible to relive those moments again and to reread them over and over and over again so do you uh, so do you do you do a little bit of like diary in there where you're like hashing out the memories of the day and reliving them or is most of your stuff future based? Or is most of it a to-do list? I mean, how do you... Oh, man. It's, it's, it's so... Uh, it's, it's all of the above, really. Because uh, I do like to future pace myself and, you know, put myself in that in that zone of 10 years from now. What will I have created? What, what mm -hmm. legacy will I have left? Uh, but then I, I, you know, the to-do list, I have never looked at it like that, though. The million-dollar day thing, I am so all over that. Oh, because it's... I'm thinking about a light right now upstairs in my bathroom that I've been looking at every every morning when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> and Toby and I are so bad for that. People will come to our house uh -huh. and they'll be like, okay, you guys make all this money and you're out of toilet paper. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know, here's what no, would be I, really. I know exactly. I like. I, I have this crazy to do list for business, yeah. but there's these little things in my mind yeah. that I know I got to get done too. Yeah, so and uh, and here's a super powerful idea, everybody. On that is what you know. And I've, I share this story once in a while, but Shani would occasionally give me a honey do list. Now I'm not a lot. I'm not really a handy guy. But like fix fix the drapes or something. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? I don't even know. I don't even know. For do anything mechanical, it's just a wash. It's a total loss, right? So one day I thought to myself, you know what? Honey, you make me the most exhaustive honeydew list you've ever seen. Make it crazy. Whatever you want. Whatever. You want the garage ceiling swept? I don't care. Let me know. And then I called my buddy and I said, this is this to-do list. I'll give you 15 bucks an hour. He was like 20 years old. I'll give you 15 bucks an hour. You can work for 10 hours straight. I wiped out like a year of honeydew bull in one day. So there's probably somebody in your life or community that 15, 20 bucks would be a blessing to them an hour. And just say, you know what? Here's the thing. Yeah, it's annoying. You got to do the little light thing and you got to run to lows and you got to do this and you got to do that. And it's annoying as hell and true, but go for it. And then you can stay in your genius. See, the, the reason you guys are doing so well is you're not dwelling on that stupid stuff. But at the same time, like optimal living doesn't allow you to look at that light and be like, you know? It's just, it's, yeah, when the one when the one inside the actual shower goes out, that's when I really. That's the only that time. One. That's the I only that time one. enough pain is created. Yeah, that one is really important to me. <laughs> oh my gosh! So okay, so this is huge, everybody. I think Layla, it sounds like so. Do you put a to do list in your journal right next to like your dreams? Like, are they are they close on the couple pages apart? I mean, are they right there together? Yeah, well, I, I like to keep things separated, so okay. I keep it page for page, so I know. I have, like, I like I bought myself, like, a really fancy, nice journal that I like to carry around that nice. I like to have with me. Nice. So I actually like people to see me writing in it. I, yeah. I get questions about it. I love uh, it. They're like, oh, wow, what's that? And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm writing my life story here. Right. Uh, this is my journal. I carry this thing around all the time. People, I mean, it's a little bit of branding for me, too. People ask about, you know, what, what it is and stuff. Stuff, but you got to have something that is like feels awesome to yeah. to uh Definitely. okay so now do you do yeah, a diary so right about it being like in the present moment because i just had an experience uh of being on stage in front of four thousand people and yep. you know creating this massive impact and when i wrote about it that night there was just something electric about the way that i was writing it was so in that exact moment yeah. and even though I, I had been reliving a little bit in my previous journal experiences, being on stage in a bikini and all that, yeah. there was something magical about being in this moment at that time and just coming off the stage and feeling that electricity. Oh, I love so, it. Because then you get to bottle that up. You get to go back. Oh. You can look at that. And you know, a lot of you guys, you've got to track your wins. You've got to go – I mean you want confidence and you're lacking confidence. Um you go back through a journal that has, you know what, today I had my first $7,000 day, my first $12,000 day, my first $20,000 week, my first lead. I don't care what it is, but if you can go back, you can kind of harness and re-harvest the emotional collateral that you created earlier, and that's the power of the diary. So what's cool is like, 
one of the things that was really powerful for me too, Layla, you know what, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to jump in on this. I want to hear for one more thing and then I'll tell you, I got one other really powerful thing to journal everybody about journaling that I'm going to share. But so may we ask, I mean, only to the level that you feel cool and comfortable when it turns into the big dream for you now, have you been thinking about the vision for like what's next? So you did the 4,000 people you're on stage cheering. Yay. Do you have a, have you written, have you thought, have you visualized about what the next big, like, wow, when that happens, that'll be huge. Is it an income goal? Is it a feeling? Is it a, you know, you want to share, have you written anything down about that or are you still yeah, just yeah. kind of thinking? I have, I have written things down okay. because I've already kind of relived, uh, lived it in my mind and experienced right. it actually with these people. And what it is for me is, experiencing that ripple effect where what I've created on stage with walking them through this visualization of them being on stage and them having this impact on the masses and creating massive change. So it's really my vision for them and for our team and for the people that we're working with. Yeah. It's become bigger than me. So, you know, it, it was like, I, I have it like epically etched into my brain mm -hmm. When I uh, when we were on stage and I was walking, we were walking them through this yeah. visualization, and I opened my eyes and I looked down the front row. There was these two guys. One guy had like kind of like a uh, like Wayne's World kind of hair, right. uh, covered in tattoos, and the two guys were holding each other, bawling their eyes out. And that was the first thing that I saw when I opened my eyes from the stage. And I just like was wow. what like what? That's crazy. That's awesome. That's amazing. Wow. That's you know, that's huge. And then I scan the crowd and I see everyone crying, everyone having this breakthrough mm -hmm. moment with me on stage and believing that they have this power within them. And I so it was it. like, now I can anchor that into my mind mm -hmm. <laughs> and I can relive that. When I read this, this journal I created that night, it was just like, wow. I re I've read it so many times over and over and over again, because it just, you know, reinforces mm -hmm that power that I felt. But, you know, everything, like you said, you know, I was talking about this today, this morning on a conference call about celebrating your victories right. and celebrating the victories of your team. Right. Uh, and that was something that you really opened my eyes to. It was on that cruise ship mm -hmm. when we were on the, M the MLM cruise or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you were talking to me about putting people's uh, stories into my autoresponders. And it yes. just, that's when it all clicked for me. And I was like, this is bigger than me. My vision is bigger than me. Uh, and that's when I really, re I think I really started to tap into my bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, Layla, you're awesome. Thank you for sharing <laughs> so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you're, having you're me. You're rock. And I appreciate your, uh, I appreciate everything. I appreciate everything. So thank you.